Chris Claremont has a long history of writing X-Men and related titles, but do you know when he first started on X-Men? Stick around. I'm sure the answer is going to surprise you. Hello, and welcome to Fantastic Comic Fan. I am your host, R.T. Fleming, and it is my mission to help you find your next digital comic book pick from the golden age to now. I have been reading comic books for over 40 years and have never lost my passion for comic books. Something I try to pass on to old and new readers. Hello and welcome back to Fantastic Comic Fan. Today is episode 11 for November 30th, 2021. First, I'd like to thank everyone out there for all the support they give me for this podcast and my other social media accounts. Thank you so much. It means so much to me. You have no idea. Almost three years ago, I started Fantastic Comic Fan on Twitter and Instagram to promote digital comic books. I used to have a physical collection, and I remember those joyful hassles of tracking down a long sought-after comic or finding a comic in the quarter box that I knew darn well didn't belong there. I think you can experience the same joy through the digital format. There are tons of resources to read comics in digital format, from the likes of Hoopla, Comic Book Plus, and Comixology. Currently, I'm rereading the Silver Age Fantastic Four, something beyond my budget, and I'd be afraid to read the original copies in fear of ruining the comic. For me, it isn't either or between physical and digital comics. Instead, they can coexist and complement each other. So even if you never read a digital comic and never will, this podcast is still for you. I hope it'll inspire you to seek something new or go digging through your long boxes for something you haven't read in years. So far, this is my second episode for the week, and I'm hoping for at least one more this week. Unfortunately, last week I put things on hold because of the holidays, and now I'm trying to play catch-up. Long term, it actually is my goal to put out several episodes a week. I'd rather put out smaller bite-sized episodes than a long one because I think more people might listen. I've said all along, this is a work in progress. However, I'm getting a handle on trying to tweak a few things like the technical stuff that's driving me batty. I have a distinct look and feel that I want and not quite there yet. As for this episode, I'm reviewing a few podcasts and YouTubers that I think 100% you should try out. Some are old favorites and some I recently discovered. Some have been very supportive, and this is my way of saying thanks. I would love to hear from all of you. Let me know what you like or don't like, what seems to be working and something you want more of in the future. After all, I'm doing this for the comic fans, both new and long-term. You can reach me at FantasticComicFan, all one word, at gmail.com. And now let's get on with the show. The Weird Warriors podcast, hosted by Max and Rich, mostly focuses on DC's Weird War Tales from 1971 to 1983. During the Bronze Age, comic companies published many of these spooky anthologies because of changes made in the comics code in the early 1970s. Unfortunately, DC is a little behind in archiving these anthologies. Sure, they have some House of Mystery, Witching Hour, and House of Secrets, but overall, it takes up a small percentage of the digital collection. Nevertheless, lots of these stories are still fun to read, and 
Many creators got their start in these astrologies. The first one that comes to mind is Paul Levitz, whose first works appeared in Tales of Ghost Castle. For new fans, he wrote an iconic run on Legion of Superheroes and became publisher and president of DC for many years. You can find tons of weird war tales at your comic book shop, and they're worth seeking out. Now, the podcast will sometimes be off on side missions to cover comics outside of weird war tales. For example, their episode 9 covers Marvel's War is Hell anthology. And perhaps, no, not so coincidentally, they cover issue 9. Marvel has thankfully archived all these new material, War is Hell, which ran all the way through issue 15. The first eight were reprints. Let me tell you, I loved this episode. Max and Rich enjoy comic books they cover, and you can tell by their enthusiasm. I like that they don't wander around and waste my time. See, there are tons of podcasts just on comic books, and fans can't listen to all of them. Their podcast has a definite niche. Those weird war tales from D.C. with a willingness to go off on special assignments. I am one listener who hopes their podcast has a long run and continues those side missions. Hey guys, I have a whole list of missions that you choose to accept. This is a fantastic podcast. The next one, Dominic Grows, the comic book reporter, is a vlog on YouTube. Let me start by saying I'm incredibly, fantastically jealous. I hope to one day, sooner than later, add more video content. I'm a one-person crazy band, folks. There's only so many hours in a day, and unlike a particular arachnid, I've yet to figure out how to clone myself. Anyway, every Wednesday, he posts reviews of comic books and graphic novels. The latest one covers Batman, Dark Victory. Personally, I dislike the sound of my voice, which makes my editing podcast a task right up there with cleaning toilets. However, Dominic has a deep, baritone-like voice oozing with a cadence I'd almost be willing to make a deal with Mephistos just to be able to speak that way. I try to keep this a clean, all-ages podcast. But the slip reduction values of Dominic's fellag have in my mind words running across that would make a sailor blush. However, I value and appreciate the professionalism he puts in his videos. A definite plus is his reviews being balanced in a way long-term fans can enjoy while enticing new fans. The review starts off with some nifty factoids and ends with a bulleted list of why this sequel to The Long Hideout Wing is a classic must-read. The only drawback is he doesn't post more videos. Nevertheless, Dominic has a great thing going here, and the reviews have something for all fans to enjoy. I can't wait to see what his future reviews will be like. Admittedly, the next one is not comic book-centric, and is far away from anything I typically cover in this podcast. Bob and Sherry have been doing a morning show for over 20 years on the radio. They are not married, never have been, could never happen, since they have their own true loves. Still, there is no mistaking the chemistry between the two and the rest of the gang. Truthfully, I have never laughed so hard as when I listen to these two. They do several podcasts, but I recommend two. First is the regular Bob and Sherry podcast with ads, local weather, and songs, and whatever else stripped out. It might take you a few episodes to get through them and figure out their personalities, but I promise you, it'll be well worth the wait. I'm a lot like Sherry, 
and enjoy her quirkiness. You never know what will pop out of her mouth next. Bob as well. Bob. Bob has some unique foibles. I mean that with the greatest of love. For the man is equally funny and enjoyable beyond all means. Along with him is Max, a regular caller slash people movies critic with Mark. This is a crew that's been together for many years. The second podcast, which is about 10 minutes, in which each week they highlight some of the best moments of the past week. The crew has helped me out in getting through some not-so-stellar times in my life, a sentiment many fans would admit. Those fans would also admit they see Bob and Sherry as part of their own families. I so often will start conversations with, guess what Bob did this time? Well, you'll never believe what Sherry said this time. Give them a try, and you'll see what I mean. I know everyone's time is limited, but time with Bob and Sherry is never going to be wasted time. Full disclosure, I am 100% biased on this next podcast, but in a good way. The Comic Conspiracy Podcast has been around for about 10 years, and new episodes are pretty much released every week. Comic shop owner Ryan Higgins remains the ringleader, who gathers Brock Sager, Kevin Sharp, Charlie West, and Toby. Actually, Toby hasn't been on in a few weeks due to his work schedule conflicts. However, I miss him on the podcast because he has a unique perspective on comic books and the industry. Truthfully, the whole gang has unique perspectives, which makes for a well-rounded discussion. Sometimes they will discuss the latest news, review the latest releases, or talk about the new movies or shows being released. I seldom listen to one that's under an hour. Of course, in the past, there were times they went on for a long, long time. But you know what? It never felt long. I remember a few times saying, What do you mean it's only an hour and 15 minutes long? Never once did it feel like a bunch of talking heads going on mindlessly in nowhere. I generally dislike wasting my time, and I've never felt that way with the Comics Conspiracy Podcast. If you're a long-term fan, you've probably heard of them. But for new fans who want to know about comics and the industry, this podcast is perfect for you. They give no-nonsense perspectives which are honest, no bull that needs shoveling. With all the turmoil and upheals in the industry over the past year or so, they are one of my go-to places to get it straight. Now the next podcast varies off the comic book trail a bit. Admittedly, I've fallen off the wagon on this podcast and haven't always kept up on it. But, as I've said, there are only so many hours in a day. Still, like an old friend, this podcast is always there waiting for me to come back. And it is, you must remember this, a storytelling podcast about the secrets of forgotten history of Hollywood's first 100 years. Movie critic Karina Longsworth writes and narrates each episode. Since its start in 2014, the podcast has remained one of the top film podcasts. It doesn't matter if you don't listen every week, because it's going to still be there for me. Some episodes, like the one on Audrey Hepburn, is self-contained. Some are multi-part or even themed. For example, there was an enjoyable multi-part covering Boris Karloff and Bao Lugosi. Currently, she's putting out episodes on Sammy Davis Jr. and Dean Martin. Don't think this podcast stays stuck in the golden age of movie lore, because it doesn't. However, if you're a movie lover... I'm sure you'll find something that will interest you. Now, I have to go find that Parker and find out how that whole cloning thing works to get more hours in my day so I can listen to more of this podcast.
back over on YouTube, there is the Andy and Dennis Show. Hosted by, well, Dennis Turner and Andy Smith. Hosted by, well, Dennis Turner and Andy Smith. As I said before, there are tons of content competing for comic fans' eyes. So that, what makes this one stand out? Easy. Dennis is a lifelong comic collector and comic book appraiser. I've seen pictures, and he just didn't fall out the turnip truck. The man knows his stuff. And it would be fantastic to sit down with him and talk comics. The second half of Easy is Andy Smith, who's worked as an artist for 30 years. I'm not into talking heads saying whatever comes into their vapid minds, and these two don't make that mistake. Truthfully, I found their videos sort of accidentally by mistake. I wanted to find something randomly and put a few keywords into YouTube and Shazam! There they were! I could spend hours going over the videos because they are passionate about whatever they're talking about. Right now, I'm listening to one on John Byrne. As with many of today's entries, I'm impressed with the professional look of the videos. Okay, okay, it really isn't all that hard to make top-of-the-line videos because of all the cheap and practical tools available in video and audio productions. Still, they make the best of it all, and I'm from the school of do it right or don't do it at all. One thing they are doing that caught my attention are short videos. YouTube has been pushing short videos. They're similar to what you might find on TikTok or Instagram. Dennis and Andy's show shorts are about a minute in quick flip comic book review format. I hope they continue to do these because they are great introductions to comics. I would love to see them dig into their long, but not in the tooth, collective history and spotlight some gems from yesteryear. Now, before we wrap up, let's get on to the answer to that trivia question concerning Chris Claremont. Claremont started at Marvel in 1969 as an editorial assistant. His first plot assist and comic credit was in X-Men number 59, which came out in 1969. I thought that was a cool little fact, so I decided to share it out with you. Well, that's it for today's episode. Again, I would love to hear from you at fantasticcomicfan, all one word, at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, and I'll see you next time.